0: What's up, Rockstars? It's your host, Romeo Santos, with co-host Kenny Fulton. Kenny, how are you, my man? Doing great, brother. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's another day above the ground, so it's a beautiful day. All right, so Kenny, it is indeed a beautiful day. We are in the final days of quarter three of our financial year, and we've been talking a lot in our organization about teams and how things are going in our team and how we may change the structure of our team. And so I thought today, especially after the conversation that you and I personally had yesterday, that we would talk to our audience and everybody out there listening about about teams, right? Like about the different types of teams, about where teams once were and how they've come and where teams may be going in the future and kind of help anybody out there that may be thinking about, I want to start a team or I've already got a team, but I don't know if I like the way my team is set up. We can talk about those different options throughout there. So how does that sound today? Is that is that a good topic for us, Kenny? Yeah, it
1: sounds like a great topic, very relevant, you know, not just for us, but for, you know, many of our peers as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So so we are in a traditional team model, right? Right. And so in a traditional team model, what we've got, of course, is I'm the one who started the team. So I'm the, the team owner Team leader, if you would, right? And in our team model, you know, obviously the team itself covers a significant amount of the costs associated with running the real estate business. So we cover the transactional, um, administrative um, staff, right? We cover the marketing, we cover photography, we cover closing gifts, um, we 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 cover business cards, we cover signs, we cover lock boxes. We cover everything basically. And the idea is that you, for example, Mm -hmm. as a as a partner on the team, you get to come in and focus on what you do best, which is what? Finding deals. Finding deals and selling houses and helping Mm -hmm. people with their real estate goals. That's right. Because there's a million and one things that go into a real estate business, yet we know that Gary Keller says that we have four parts of our job, right? So we are number one lead generate number two sorry number one script practice and role role play. play so that we're prepared to then two lead generate so that we can lead generate and three go on appointment and then four after we've gone on appointment negotiate contracts so according to gary keller who is a genius in real estate as far as i'm concerned that's what the job of a real estate professional is which is true but that's not all there is is there kenny no no not at all right and so we talked about today, even in our team meeting, just the transactional process from going under contract when representing a buyer, just throw out five additional things outside of those four things that I just talked about that we have to manage as real estate agents. Uh,
1: well, you know, one, uh, you know, once you actually, you know, go on appointment, like let's say for taking a listing, you know, for, for example, um, um, you have to generate the listing agreement. Right, so you have to sure. put paperwork together, paperwork, deliver it to yeah. the client, um, mm-hmm. doing walkthroughs, you know, doing open houses, mm-hmm. um, um, all the transactional stuff. You know, once you get a property, you know, underneath contract, having everybody sign the contracts and sending over addendums, making sure that you're sticking to timelines and dates, um, mm-hmm. coordinating with the lender, coordinating mm-hmm. with the title company. Yeah, um, you know, closing gifts. Yeah, my goodness, I mean.
0: It's a lot, right? Like you just said a lot and it's like, okay, so I don't just go and meet with people and then, you know, have money miraculously deposited into my account, right? Like you have to maintain throughout the transaction in order to make sure that you have a successful transaction and that everybody on all sides are happy with what the result is. So, you know, we started a team, I started a team to be totally honest with you. And everybody else out there listening as an agent thinking about it can probably identify with this. I didn't want to do all those things. I just wanted to meet with people and miraculously get paid. (laughs) Right. Now, obviously, I care about people. I want to help people. I want to, you know, I get excited to meet new people. I get excited to help them achieve their real estate goals, but all that other stuff I didn't really want to do. So I went about going to work at building a team. And when you build a team, obviously, you start by bringing on your administrative work. Well, when you bring on the administrative work that you then have to pay, who do you think pays that? Uh, The team owner. The team owner pays it. Exactly. So then you go, okay, well, now I've got enough business that I need to be able to leverage myself with other people on the team that can close that business with me. And also, the portion of the split that comes back to the team goes to help offset the cost of all these other things that we're taking care of, right? And so that's how the traditional team model evolves, right? You've got, you were my first addition to our team and and a partner in the team, right? And so at the beginning, you primarily worked with buyers, but now you're also doing listings as well because you've learned the skills and you've been around and you've continued to build your skill set. Now we have a few other people on the team. And they primarily primarily work buyers, right? Because that's how you yeah. cut your teeth, learning yeah. the whole process is working with buyers. And also, the first thing that you want to try to give away, if you could, mm-hmm. in the sense of buying back time, is you want to be able to give away the buyer side, because that's a lot more time-consuming than the listing side, right? Right,
1: right.
0: All the showings okay. and- Exactly. And exactly. The home inspections. Yeah, right. all those things, right, right. Sourcing deals, looking for them. Yeah, all that stuff takes a lot of time. So that's team setup number one. And, you know, if we talk about why would somebody want to establish a team, it could be for like my reason, like I want to help people. And also I didn't want to do all the minutia, but I also don't want to solely pay for it. So why not in the midst of helping other people grow their business? And then as a result of that, there's a split that comes back to the team. That split then offsets those costs that benefit me, but then also benefit the team members. And so it's a win-win-win, right? Right. We're providing employment to some folks. We're providing leverage and support to other folks. And I'm being able to defray the costs that I want to be able to manage and run my business in the way that I want, right? So that's, that's team model one, if you would. You know, team model two could be a lot more simple right? Team model two, which is probably really the original team, if you would, is, hey, Kenny, we like each other and we work together really well. Why don't we get together and then we hire one person to help us manage the transactions and we split the cost and we help each other with our transactions, but we don't take anything from one another. We just share in the cost. That's team model number two. Yeah. So why would somebody maybe want to go that team model versus the team model that I've chosen to go?
1: Well, uh, you know, you want to have a greater leverage in uh, the services that you select. So like we try to have uniformity in the way mm-hmm. that we do things, we use the same lenders, we use the same title companies, uh, you know, our marketing, you know, comes out of the same budget, uh, but maybe you service two different communities and two different areas or two types Beautiful. of clients and you're yes. like, you know what, there's some nuances in my business uh, that I need to do these things differently and have these mm-hmm. costs accounted for separately.
0: That's exactly right. I mean, it's just, it's a way to say, you know, we work really well together and I don't want to merge Romeo Santos and Kenny Fulton name and we create one brand. I still want my own identity. Yet, since we work so well together, we could share an office space. We could Mm -hmm. share an administrative assistant. We could, you know, share costs for marketing because we could probably get better deals if we buy bulk, right? So those are definitely the reasons. And that's why people first started doing it. They started saying, you know what? there's got to be a better way than doing all this stuff myself. And, you know, some of the, some of the agents out there that are listening right now are probably going to be shocked when I, when I tell them this, but when I first got licensed in 2001, you weren't allowed to even have an assistant, mm-hmm. much less form a team. Right. And that was just 20 years ago. Sounds like a long time because some of the people listening might only be 20 and that's their mm-hmm. whole life, but that's not a long time, right? I mean, I look back yeah. twenty years ago and I go, "Man, that flew by. That really yeah. flew by. So much happened." Let's put it in perspective. Twenty years ago, what did your cell phone possibly look like? Flip, flip phone. Was it a flip phone twenty years ago, or was it something even that predated that? Uh, Maybe Marcus can put it up in the in the in the show. <laughs> Remember that big block phone Is that, that people would phone? walk around in their back pocket. <laughs> Or maybe it came in a bag so that you could plug it into your yeah. to your cigarette uh, charger in, in your car, right? Yeah. Versus now, this is what your cell phone looks like, and it's a mini computer. I can take pictures with it. I can take 4K video with it, right? I can get my email. I can do video calls. You know, there's there's nothing that I can't do with this, with this incredible device, yet just 20 short years ago, it was a great big block, and all I could do was make phone calls with it. That was it pick it up, turn it on, dial some numbers, wait for it to ring. When it ended, hit end and put it back down. That was it. It was basically your rotary phone at home that was on your wall that you could take with. Yep. So think about how much we've evolved in 20 years. Well, talking about evolution, we're now with what brokerage, Kenny? EXP. EXP. Now, I came to eXp Realty and of course I talked to you about it and we went back and forth and I wanted to make sure everybody was on board. But I first decided to come to eXp because I saw that eXp was changing the way that agents were doing business. Mm -hmm. And This is not an eXp soapbox listener, so please don't tune out. But, you know, the the owner of exp realty put it together because he foresaw what was going on and said you know do people really need brick and mortar anymore you know can i cut the cost out can i create an opportunity where agents can like you know do what they do anyways and 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 build passive or leverage they changed it now leveraged income as well as growing their business and collaborate and do this right and so the new style of team that we're even starting to talk about going to add this layer of a team while also probably keeping our base team at home is the self-organized team right so a self-organized team is almost going back to that original team that we talked about where it's just people decided you know we want to share some resources and get together but we're going to stay on our own and that's what the self-organized team looks like where we say hey kenny and we you know sean out there And we know, you know, um, Joe and we know Lisa and all these agents that have maybe some small teams or they do really good business on their own or maybe they just want to grow their business. And we say, you know what, we'd love to be in business with them, but we don't want to be in business with them. That's right. Right. So we say, you know what, listen, we have all the systems and models built out to date that have helped us grow our business by almost 100% year over year in the last three years, and we're continuing to work on it, we'd love to share all those things with you and also collaborate, mastermind, have a network where we can pass referrals back and forth, where if we decide to go on vacation, we can ask for a favor because we all are in it together while at the same time, Kenny can keep his own brand, Lisa can keep her own brand, Whoever wants to keep their own brand can, but we can share resources. We can pull our monies to do things. We can we can grow our leveraged income because in the EXP's model, every time somebody comes on and they name you as their sponsor, mm-hmm. you now have the opportunity to earn leveraged income from the from the from the revenue that they produce for EXP that doesn't take any money out of their pocket. Yep. We're not taking any money out of their pocket we're not we're not we're not taking a split like we're we're you know the money that they pay is a cap they're gonna pay anyways and if they do enough business they get their whole cap back in stock shares anyways with exp right and I love keller williams, but at k w they have they have um you know profit share but the unfortunate thing with that model is that most of the most of the market centers are not actually making their profit on the On the business itself, they're making their profit from their ancillary services like transaction management, uh, mortgage, uh, title. So there's not really a whole lot of profit in there Mm -hmm. for people to be able to share. But in our model now, we're able to help people grow. We're able to be in a team. We're able to share resources. And we're able to see real leveraged slash passive income as a result of the fruits of our labors to go in and help other people grow their business and give it to them right? We're talking about just saying, we're going to give you the blueprint. We don't want anything from you other than for you to be vested in this network with us, where we're all part of the same team, but we're all our own unique individual identity. And that's the future of teams now, Yep. Yep. right? I mean, we had the conversation yesterday where we talked about how this could work from where we talked about our scaling and the amount of investment it would take us to do it monetarily Mm. to get as large as we want to get versus shifting our mind to this, you know, new, this new way of being in a team and collaborating and being able to scale that and how much less it would actually cost and how much less, you know, individual personal responsibility it would take. Mm. And yet how fulfilled we could still be by helping other people grow their business. It's like mind shattering, right?
1: Yeah. I think, I think EXP was definitely ahead of the curb on this one. And I think we were as well with making the transition when we did, obviously we didn't see COVID coming, but if right. you think about the way that uh, the, the business is set up, it's virtual, right? So yeah. all the trainings were already virtual. We mm-hmm. don't need a brick and mortar office space. Um, but, but from the jump, they always gave you the ability to market yourself. So right. like before, you know, if we bought a, a building and we wanted to put red anchor properties on there, it'd have to be, you know, KW, you know, red Ink mm-hmm. properties, but with this model, you know, it could be red Ink properties, you know, EXP, Romeo Santos, Kenny Fulton, EXP. So it started off already with giving you a foundation that you can, you know, market yourself. Uh, but I like the word you used earlier, um, a team versus a network, you know, is, is a very different thing. And we were trying to find out avenues that we could bring on agents without necessarily having to put them on our team uh, but still having some type of affiliation and 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 mm-hmm. some shared experiences there, and this model really is more helpful because this allows us to attract new agents who are like, you know what, I'm not going to do enough business to make it worth being on a team and having a split. Like we've encountered agents like that. We're just like, you know, right. what? I may only do two or three deals a year, and I'd rather do those and you know keep keep the you know portion of commission myself because they do still have to pay a cap before you do your team split, right? Yeah. Um. So of that. Yeah. So it's an advantage to agents who aren't, you know, uh, full time, you know, as we are um, right. and then for the agents who already have tons of production going on. And they're like, you know what? I kind of already have these. I have a transaction coordinator. I have, you know, and I'm servicing this very specific, you know, community. Um, it might be less advantageous for them to join a team, you know, like mm-hmm. ours as well. But this model allows them to still come on. Um, we still you know we have our um, our network that we're affiliated with and we do our weekly and monthly calls we get the advantage of getting inspiration from the other people who are um, um, on the same network that we're in um, right. but then also when they're trying out new services we get the advantage of like hey look I'm trying out this new CRM over here you know mm-hmm. it's great you should check it out and actually I just talk to them and they'll give us all a discount you know yeah. so that the network piece of it, I feel like you, in whatever setup you have, you have to maintain that because being self-employed or even if you're dual career, um, you don't want to have to try everything out for yourself to figure out it does or doesn't work because that's a very sure. expensive, you know, uh, business model. Uh, Guilty. Yeah. Spent a lot of money in the last few years. <laughs> been through it, been through it. Um, but at, in the, in the same, same regard, we also uh, have, have saved a lot, you know, with being able to consult with the people who are on our network. True. You know that that we are very in. true. Yeah,
0: very true, very true. You know, and 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 I mean, the ability to have shared resources and like-minded people, and and this is not what I love about it in, in life in general. Nothing is an original idea. Basically, right. what we're talking about is like. Don't get freaked out, everybody out there, because there's no mandatory anything, but it's almost like a union, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're forming a union, if you would, probably not the best analogy, but where people choose to come in and work together and share resources and band together, let's let's do it better, an association, right? Right. Like the association of realtors, okay? Mm -hmm. Where people have come together for the greater good and the greater cause of everyone that's involved. Think about it this way. I can't necessarily go out and buy a million dollar building right now, right? Yet, if I could afford a million dollar building, my mortgage would probably be, what, $5,000 a month? Yeah. Yet, if I went and rented 2,000 square feet at the average rental cost, my, mor- my rent a month is probably going to be $3,000 a month. Yep. Wow. Now, granted, I know it's like 40% of the 5,000, however, owning versus renting. Mm-hmm. Yet, there's nothing to stop us in this future, you know, endeavor the way that we're going about looking at it to say, hey, we need five people to all put in $25,000 and then we get our down payment so that we can buy this $1 million dollar building. And then we have enough space that we can all have our own space and a communal area where we can all come to collaborate, but we can all also be in a space and we all have ownership in a building that's going to appreciate over time. And we're going to pay less than we would have paid if we went and leased the space. Yeah. Boom. Mind blown. Right. Yep. Whereas before, if I had my team and you had your team, unless we were like really good pals, that's probably not something we're going to do. Right.
1: Mm. Nope.
0: Nope. We're just not even going to do that. So, you know, I, I love that. And and what I would encourage and what we talk about all the time is. Live in the moment, but always take time to look into the future. Try to see what may be coming next. Try to stay ahead of it and don't be so afraid of change that you die off with the, with the old, right? Like there yeah. are, I mean, I, I've been hearing for quite some time that all the, the world of the individual agent is going to go away. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. I do think it's going to get harder and harder and harder and harder for the individual solo agent though, to compete with like what we do, right? Mm-hmm. All the services that we are able to provide as a result of all the leverage that we have, it's going to be really hard for an agent that sells $8 million a year, which is very respectable business to be able to provide the same level of service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just going it's to pos- be hard for them it's, to it's, stomach it.
1: Yeah, it, it's possible, you know, but also the overhead, uh, mm-hmm. is so high that it it's it difficult yeah, to survive the changes in the market. So, yeah, like with, with our model, uh, you know, obviously we've been very you know, lucky to uh, to be in business, you know, through all of this. Uh, mm-hmm. We thrived. Uh, but, you know, the real estate market is cyclical. Right. At some point, yeah. it's going to make a turn. Things are going to slow down. Uh, but when you're an individual agent, that overhead, you know, is constant you know mm-hmm. um and it also requires time to manage it so one of the benefits that that we have being on a team is that the agents on the team they don't have to manage the admin right staff, right the marketing team you know that's that's what's done between the leadership uh, yeah. so but if you were an individual agent and you did have enough production to maintain you know an admin a marketing you know accounting mm-hmm. all those uh pieces that we have you also have to manage those as well. So it's like, how much time do you have to manage your business and service your clients, you know, to a high level?
0: Correct, correct. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, take it from me and anybody else that that has started a team, it's hard, Mm -hmm. right? From the outside, it might look sexy, but man, it's always messy, right? (laughs) And we're always trying to make it as, you know, if anybody out there listening has ever had a toddler, Mm -hmm and they've experienced what it's like to try to keep the house clean. That's what it feels like growing a business, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like You're constantly running around behind your toddler, which is your business because it's super young Mm -hmm. and you're cleaning up and you're cleaning up and you're cleaning up. Right. And then you're talking to your toddler saying, well, no, we got to get this result. Why are we not getting this result and continue to work through it and continue to get creative until you can finally get there. And I don't know. I if you ever get there. Mm. I mean I listen to a lot of podcasts with people that do a lot more business than we do and they still say the same thing. It may look sexy on the outside, but it's always a disaster on the inside right yeah. and I guess that's okay because if it's perfect and everything's running all right then you're probably not trying new things and you're probably not growing and so you may end up being stagnant and losing momentum versus gaining momentum so I'm okay with the messiness. Um, I don't love it every day I have my moments, but I certainly I love a team, right? I love being able to collaborate with you, Kenny, and and with uh, Annie and Gwen and Judy and Michelle, and also with Jennifer and Michael and Dan and all the people that are in our network. I love that because we all are looking at things differently. And you may have a blind side Mm -hmm. that you don't realize, and then you have a conversation with somebody and then they just gently go, oh my God, all that's over there? I didn't know all that was over there. And that's the beauty of the association, yeah. the network, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you're out there and you're thinking about growing a team, or if you should even grow a team, or if you should be on a team, or if you should join a network, or if you just be in a partnership, hopefully this conversation that Kenny and I just had enlightened you a little bit about some of the pros and the cons of each of those different setups and also know that there's no absolute right answer. You may have to go out and try it to figure out whether or not it is right for you.
1: Yeah. I I like that. You, you have to constantly, um, analyze your options. You have to constantly, even if you're happy with where you are, you're like, you know, things here are cool. If those things change, you need to be able to correct course as quickly as possible. And you only know that if you know what's on the horizon, you can't drive with your head down and then hit a bump and then look up and be like, okay, like where, 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 else can I go? You need to know what your options are. So in the event this lane is cut off or the market changes or your needs or desires change or your team, you know, you, you expand as an individual, you should be looking to see what's out there on the horizon. Uh, So at least you know what your options are. And I do want to, you know, give a shout out, um, uh, you know, for for our group, uh, Manifest EXP. Yeah. And one of the really great things about um, our network, our association, is that, you know, there's weekly calls, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that uh, really helps us out is that as each person on the team or, or part of the network is growing their business, whenever they see something coming on, on the horizon, you know, they let us know and we share those things. I really feel like it's helped us be able to course-correct uh, before we really hit any major snacks, so like we're having this conversation right now because we see how the industry is is growing and changing, and we want to be able to put ourselves in the best position to make the right decisions when when that time comes. so um, absolutely even, even if it's just having some somebody else's opinion uh, that yeah. you can hear it it just it's it's something that you really can't put a dollar amount on
0: yeah I, I agree. Um, you know and and business is hard right? And if anybody ever says, because you probably see it all the time, that they're self-made, mm-hmm. they're full of it. Nobody does it alone, right? It's like that old saying about children that it takes a village, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with a business, same thing with yourself as a human. Like, it takes a village. It takes other people's input, somewhere along the way somebody has influenced you good or bad hopefully good and you know the more positive influence that you can have in your world and around you the better off you will be so we hope that this show has been very helpful for anybody out there again thinking about either joining a team starting a team a partnership or maybe even just a network and if you want any more information about anything that we've talked about that maybe we didn't cover enough of Please don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach me on social media at, at um, Realtor Romeo Santos. Uh, that's on Instagram, on Facebook at Romeo Santos, and of course on both Instagram
1: and Facebook at Red Anchor Properties. Mm-hmm. And Kenny? Uh, Instagram at Realtor Kenny Fulton, Facebook Kenny Fulton, uh, Kenny Fulton at, sorry, Kenny at Red Anchor Properties.com, and by cell four four three seven six three zero nine five eight. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, listen, rap stars. We
0: have loved this episode, Kenny, as always. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much, Marcus. Thank you for producing our little show. We love you. Rap stars. We're out.